0: Please, oh please. You all took dead now. Well, here we go. These are the breaks beats boom bap and beyond. Yo yo yo, what's good everybody? It's Vic Monster and welcome back to Breaks Beats Boom Bap and Beyond. Uh episode number 12. Uh, took a break last week. My apologies, but we are back, and I got a, a full, a full roster, full of guests. Uh, but today we got a special guest. Um, as always, all my guests are special. I'm always, uh, I'm always super excited uh, when I bring somebody in because shit i fucking love people um but this guy i've actually known for a while and uh we'll get into that a little bit but uh without further ado ladies and gentlemen b-boys and b-girls in the monster Mash studio today we got the homie damu (laughs) (laughs) what's up man uh so to my understanding this is your first like podcast
1: yeah yeah definitely
0: Okay. No, it's all good, man. I, I appreciate it, bro. I appreciate that this is your first time talking. Um, I think after this podcast, um, with the stuff that you've been working on, this definitely won't be your last one. And I think you will probably be, you know, uh, just people are going to start to know you, I think, man. Mm-hmm. And a lot of stuff that you're working on now is really what I want to get into. But before we do, um, I actually knew you from a long time ago, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I'm kind of a student... Of the whole culture, you know, I've done a little bit of everything, but I've always been, you know, um, passionate about the art side of it, the quote-unquote graffiti side of it, and I met you because you were also painting? hmm Like, how, like, so that, I think you were in high school, right? Yeah. How yeah. long, like, how, you know, Rockford obviously is not, like, a huge, like, hip-hop city, so I'm always interested in how people get into into things, and especially since you were in high school, like, how did you get into art or into graffiti?
1: Was, met a friend you know he taught me how to do it oh really like <laughs> yeah. but what what
0: drew you to it like what was it about
1: i always liked it you know i always saw it around i always liked it is it you know co- i met somebody in high school he he did it out in new york and so oh for real? who was it, it was sony oh for real
0: yeah okay and what happened to that guy he's in chicago now Oh, he still painting no nah. no nah. Okay, so you had like a outside influence someone coming in yeah. that's what's up um how old were you when you when when you got into it uh, sixteen off oh, real yeah, like, 15, it's like the, sixteen it's like the prime age like mm-hmm. I think I was about like i was probably like fifteen when I got into breaking when I got really like really into it mm-hmm. um what what were like the first things he taught you
1: uh I mean he wrote out the alphabet and you know showed me how to just basically just look at. Like gum wrappers and stuff, how they write the letters and just pay attention to how they do it.
0: Oh, just like kind of like, uh, like kind of examining certain designs yeah, and stuff like that. Just pay like attention
1: that. to how the shape of the letters are. Just go with it.
0: Right, right. Um, is there any like, uh, like notable, like driving through Rockford, was there any stuff that you saw that was notable or oh, yeah. like what?
1: Jack to Stir. Right, of course. All yeah. Of yeah. Yeah. They were real big back then. Right. Yeah, <laughs> man. Like,
0: and it's crazy once that stuff's always around you, man, but once you get into like, like, once you start looking for it, you start finding it. And, like, even to this day, I see, I see stir stuff everywhere, mm-hmm. whether it's new or old. I don't know. I'm not here to say that. Right. But that guy, <laughs> that guy was all over it. And hopefully I can get uh-huh. him on here one day. Um, so what, what, what was your, like, early days of, like, drawing or, what, you know, how did, uh, like, it start coming together for you?
1: Well, you know, I grew up around art. My, my mom was going to school for her master's degree when I was a little kid. Oh really? In, in in fine arts. I'm looking. Is she a teacher? She was, yeah. Okay, cool. She was a ceramist. She did pottery. Oh wow. Sculpture with clay. You know all that. That's crazy. So I I grew up around a lot of artists. Art's always been a part of my life. Right. You know, and so I kind of took a big break from it, but that was my that was my start. Right. You know,
0: how was your how did your mom feel about the type of art you were doing? The graffiti? Well, I mean, yeah, in general, yeah. She, she wasn't happy. Oh really? <laughs> She's nah. like any any art but
1: this one. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean she she liked it but once she found out what I was doing she was a little bit mad.
0: Okay. <laughs> I mean and were you like uh like were you tagging like on yeah like okay like you don't have to be specific with the locations but shit i mean i was doing the same thing and, and oh, yeah. i don't consider myself a graffiti artist in any like sense of the word i appreciate it i always consider mm-hmm. myself more of like a vandal because yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying we'd walk around with like stickers and markers mm-hmm. and just kind of doing what like 17 year old kids do like yeah. i was never a piecer like like you know stuck yeah. or jacked in them but um mm-hmm. like what was what
1: was the extent of
0: your art like how far did you get or when, when you were still in high school
1: um, when I was in high school, you for, mean as far as the graffiti or just anything else or what? Um, graffiti just, you know, we were going out, it was fun. Right, you know? yeah. It was just fun to go out. It's was better that, than gangbanging. Sure, know? yeah. Um, but, uh, it was just a fun thing to do. Right. You know? So we just would go out and just basically do outlines, but, you know, we'd find a good spot and we'd do some pieces some from time to time. But, right. You know, it's hard to do that. <laughs> it,
0: in general, and I think half the time for me, at least, like I said, I'm I'm decent. I can hold up a, a marker pretty well. Uh, but like, it was more like the thrill. Yeah. You know, and and yeah. and some of the guys who I would go with were actually really good. Yeah. So you yeah. know, you kind of learn how to look out and yeah. how to, you know, what I'm saying, be aware of your surroundings. Be it like mm-hmm. people walking or like bums or police and stuff. Yeah. But you become really aware of your surroundings. Um, did you like? Like, go from markers to spray cans,
1: too, or? Yeah, yeah, pretty much started marking up the bathrooms at school. Yeah, <laughs> which is the worst thing.
0: <laughs> which, like, instinctually, like, you're like, oh, I'm going to tag up the bathrooms, going to be tight. But yeah, it's kind of yeah. like. You don't like, think about it, though. It's like,
1: uh, what they say, it's like shitting where you eat. Yeah, and then people see you drawing in a notebook, and that's how you get popped. <laughs> <Man. laughs> a
0: bunch of times. They'll be like, oh, you're writing Steve, and it says Steve uh-huh. on your notebook, uh-huh. and Steve on your all your shit. So it's like, yeah. you know, and that's like, sometimes you have to learn that shit the hard way, mm-hmm. and then you start, like, differentiating, or my bad, I mispronounced that, but you start <laughs> kind of like, okay, maybe I shouldn't use that name. Because mm-hmm. when I started breaking, like, I had a different nickname. Like, like I've only had the big monster for, like, 15 years. But yeah. before that, it was a different nickname. And I used that for breaking, for DJing, and for graffiti. And it's like, oh, shit, like, maybe I shouldn't, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, once I kind of stopped, like, tagging and doing all that mischievous shit, I changed my, my name. But mm-hmm. it's like, you have to, like, uh, separate. Like, you really have to know what you're trying to do as yeah. far as, like that name goes and how far you want to go with it Mm -hmm. some guys obviously like stuck one for instance he he stuck like no pun intended (laughs) but he stuck his name out he got in trouble for it but now he's like on the other side doing like really really well that's
1: that's what i'm kind of do because i I got in trouble for it too right and that was uh, that's what i was saying my mom was cool up until i got in trouble oh really you know and that's when i kind of i stopped messing with anybody you know and i i took a break from art altogether Mm mm-hmm for a few years, you know. Oh, really? Okay. And, then, you know, I started going, I, I went, took some college courses for printmaking and stuff.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. So. Okay. Cool, cool. Let's talk about that. Um, so, I mean, before... Um 'Cause yeah, graffiti, there's like a, a ton of worse things you could be doing, but it's also illegal. Mm-hmm. So I could see how your your mom or your dad or your parents or whatever are like, ah, this is yeah. kinda cool, but now you've kinda drunk. Well, I,
1: was, I was always a good kid up until right. that point. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah.
0: And and you know what, to be perfectly honest with you, like when me and my friends were like painting, like kinda in this area where we're at where there's abandoned buildings and shit like that. Yeah. Like even some even so this was like almost twenty years ago. So some of these buildings are still abandoned. I never felt like we were doing anything bad. Me either. Right? Because it's like like
1: prettier, you know.
0: Because I thought the crime was already done by letting the buildings Mm -hmm. go to waste. Because we never, we never violated any like active buildings or any schools or churches. Like there's like like those unwritten rules, but basically every building that we had been into was abandoned for a long time. So it, it made it easier. Exactly. So I figure if like. I never really got in trouble, but I figure if I did I'd tell my parents like, Yeah shit's been the building <laughs> it's been abandoned for like twenty years anyways. Mm-hmm. But I could see how someone's parents would be like let down and stuff. Did you ever get in any uh major trouble?
1: Uh, nothing crazy. I mean I mean I guess I did get a felony but Oh really? It was like those years ago it was a real low level for that you know, that thing. So I don't know if it's gone now or not. Okay. So sometimes those little level felonies will get expunged after a while. I gotta look into that, but you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> probably should. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. I I totally feel that, man. So, um, besides, with your mom being like a fine artist, were you doing any
1: other type of art? Yeah. I mean, she taught. She did, gave me drawing lessons all the time. Oh, really? And she taught me how to throw throw pots. When I was mm. real little. I didn't like clay though. I thought it was too dirty. But okay, I'd, I'd like to get back into that now. Man, that'd be cool, bro. Yeah. It's,
0: it's it's cool that you like mentioned that because like, I I, I like talking to you now and what, what I've seen you do versus now knowing that you can do that. I don't think you've reached your peak yet.
1: Oh no, I'm getting into everything.
0: That's what's that. Yeah, I love that, bro. And that's <laughs> that's cool, man. And and I see that like you're doing that now. And we'll get a little bit more into that. So you said you went to to school after that and got into screen printing.
1: Yeah, I went to, because my mom had, she was working at Kishwaukee College, and, um, you know, the way they did things there is I could get, her kids could get a free, one free credit hour per semester, so okay. I did that, and I went and did printmaking and photography. Um, printmaking was was really fun, you know, I got really into that, and I'm starting to get into it again, just the re- relief with the, um, with the linoleum or woodcut, right. whatever, you know. It was it was real cool because okay. I could kind of translate anything I want into that. Yeah. You know, and then you can make multiples. Uh. Right.
0: And then and then you could make them kind of different too. Each yeah. one. Um, what kind of stuff were you print, Megan?
1: Um, just whatever, man. Like, just come up with an idea and run with it. You know, because one of the things that they were doing in the class is just like ad libs, and then you are mad libs, and then you go and make something off of that mad lib everybody would do it oh, shit. and everybody came up with some way different stuff but it was real cool though. right that's like a, it's like a writing prompt you know? okay but with art that's, <laughs> I do, that's that's crazy i never i never heard nothing like that
0: that's yeah. uh that's really interesting and it's like it, it gets you uh it gets you thinking in other ways it, yeah. it kind of breaks your like comfort zones
1: that's the one thing i liked about college art courses is it just kind of got my mind working a little more because i'd sit there and i'd i would just be looking at a blank page and not know what to do you know, so that got me thinking a little bit. That and plus, they had critiques every week. So, I like the critiques. Right. I like when somebody can say, you know, what they think is wrong. You know, all this cr- constructive criticism. Right. You and, know. And that's, that's cool important.
0: It is, man. And sometimes, like people don't tend to take too well to it no they just got an ego they're
1: the best one out (laughs) that's
0: the problem like me i'm I'm a huge like i'm a huge fan of constructive criticism like and there's a difference between constructive criticism and like sneak dissing Mm -hmm. like and i mean i could pick up either one Uh but yeah criticizing dude like if it's like beneficial to me i'm all for it sneak dissing is like that shit we're not tolerating that very much (laughs) um
1: how far did you get with your college courses or I just took the two classes. Honestly, I I didn't really go. I didn't want to get a degree. Okay. I didn't think it was important, and it's really not for me. Sure. You know, some people do need that. Right. So I'm not. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I didn't need it. You mm-hmm. know, because I felt like I can be an artist without a degree. Yeah, and that's you know? that's valid. I just went there yeah. to learn a craft. Right. From a professional.
0: Yeah, and you get the like a lot of times it does seem like you have to kind of. Have the trial and error and do your own thing. Mm-hmm. And some of the most you know successful artists have done that without any type of like schooling. yeah But it's also nice to have like not so much someone tell you how to do it the quote unquote right way but teaching you like other ways to do something because yeah. I'm sure everyone screen prints like differently mm-hmm. even though like maybe the foundations are similar. Like, everyone probably has Absolutely. their their methods and stuff, man. Absolutely. That's what's up, though, man. I See, I didn't know you, you did that either, man. So yeah. that's, like, another, like, uh, notch to your belt, man. That, yeah. That's super dope. Um, what did you do after
1: that? Um, after that, like, I don't know. I was really broke back then, so I didn't really do much of anything. Like I said, I kind of took a break from everybody for about 10 years. Oh, really? Like, after the arrest, I kind of just shut the door on everything. Okay. And took a break from art, took a break from people, kind of worked on myself.
0: Okay. Yeah, you know. I definitely wanted to talk a little bit about that because, like I said, yeah. I know I knew you from back in the day and it seems kinda like you kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Like I I remember everyone that I meet and I just hope they're doing well, mm-hmm. like like just whatever it is. But, you know, we all take like breaks. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I take I take breaks myself. But uh, like, so you were just trying to figure yourself out. And... Yeah.
1: And I think I did just last year. Oh, really? Just last year around May. That's when I started coming out here downtown um networking and all that stuff i actually ended up quitting my job and it wasn't to do this but since i quit my job i've been going all in right you know i'm not trying to go back to the nine to five okay it's all bullshit man i know i respect that a lot bro i really
0: do um and sometimes like it it's nice like i i have a normal job mm-hmm. i do like it but sometimes it does like feel like it it hinders your creative uh efforts you
1: know yeah it's kind of a forced thing you know like Mm -hmm. it came to a point where you know i just couldn't tolerate it anymore so you know and they kind of gave me no choice so i I, you know i quit and then prior to that i i bent i was in a motorcycle accident so i was out for a month already Mm -hmm. about a month before i quit you know i broke a few bones and Right then is where I started networking out here and getting to know a lot of artists out here. Mm-hmm. Um, actually one of the first friends I had in uh middle school when I moved to Rockford, he introduced me to a lot of these people. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Who was that? The Alejandro Gomez. Okay. You know, he's got long Yeah. yeah, yeah. Long curly hair. Mm-hmm. does security at the library (laughs) that's what's up man keeping them keeping the knowledge safe yeah that's
0: what's up um what what made you come to like the like your like what made you want to like break out your shell or you know you had been kind of like a hermit for so long
1: well the thing is is like i i you know i fell into that idea that if you work hard you're going to get somewhere you know Mm -hmm. i kind of just broke out from the matrix Work, work
0: hard as far as, like, <clears throat> working, like, a normal job. a job, yeah.
1: You yeah. know, that type of thing where, like, if you work, you got to work a job and you got to do it, work hard. But nothing ever comes of it from that, it, there, you know, there's a ceiling to that. Right. So, like, I kind of just got fed up and I got I kind of went into a deep depression. Okay. But um, I got therapy, which... That's what's up, man. It's a great thing for anybody. Yeah, Yeah, for, congratulations, bro. Yeah, for you real. You know, that helped me a lot. And I started meeting people that started showing me that they believe in me. Okay. You know, because I, I started making beats like three years ago. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. show anybody okay. until no, like a no, month ago. Definitely <laughs> want to get into that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Um, um, yeah, no, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you're talking about the therapy and all that because yeah. some people... It's
1: important. It is, bro. And I, I'll promote that all day.
0: Uh, man, Saved yes. Save my life. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, a lot of people wouldn't, but, you know, I just for anyone who's listening like it's you're it's, you're not the only one like we mm-hmm. all go through something and there's That's definitely that. a a light at the end of the tunnel and i think it's definitely worth it um you know to, to seek therapy to seek help but yeah. also um to your point man like i, I kind of got through something like that recently like i i'd kind of got let go from a job cuz of covid and mm-hmm. then i was like applying to different jobs and i just like I kept on quitting You know what I'm saying Like my current job I actually really like I'm gonna hang around there yeah. Hopefully for, for a while But It is true sometimes Like Working hard Like I wanna make sure I say this correctly Like Right Like hard work will get you somewhere if it's like for something you love. Right. But sometimes if you're doing it for somebody else and then... sometimes working hard for mm-hmm. like your job. They don't appreciate it. Yeah. A lot of times they don't. I know there there is places that, that do, you know, yeah. and, and hopefully sure. hopefully if you're listening to me to us right now you you have one of those jobs. Right. But some places it, it's definitely like you bust your ass and you don't get mm-hmm. nowhere and it's like and then you just fall into that routine where it's mm-hmm. just like, you know, get you up You kind of just living life. And you're yeah. not
1: really doing anything. That's the thing. It was killing my passion. Right. You know?
0: And, he, I, and then you forget. You forget that you were even doing, like, you know, like, the, 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 the days go to weeks. The weeks go to months. Mm-hmm. And then you forget, like, it damn, so I, fast. I used to, like, do this shit when so, I was... Yeah. So, I
1: guess to answer your question, I think what did it was that accident. I got in that accident. I was out for a month, and I started making art again. Like okay. Like, hardcore. Yeah. And I started going out, meeting people. Mm-hmm. And they started saying, you know, your shit's dope. You know? Right. So that that big me up to get out and do some stuff okay you know nice
0: well what were some of the so cuz when I met you your your one I well, no, met you recently your like left arm was your right arm was in the cast
1: right arm yeah i broke my right thumb so that was still from that accident surgery yeah
0: <laughs> and are, are you right handed Yes. Okay, so that's like kind of like a huge handicap. So what kind of like art or what were you doing like once you felt that you were capable of, you know,
1: using your arm again? I just picked up some canvases, had some Posca paint markers, and I just started going. Yeah. I honestly just started using my old monikers and just writing them all over the canvases. Got some spray paint and just did some splatters on it. Right. So
0: kind of experimenting. Yeah, just messing around. That's what's up. Um, Is your arm like fully healed now or...?
1: I still feel it a little bit, but it's it's fully healed. But I think I'm always gonna feel it a little bit. On oh, no those shit. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's prob- really that's really the only thing. The collarbone healed fine, and then the ribs too. But yeah, and then I got this this pushback. Oh my, yeah. My left His knuckles kind of left knuckles pushback. Okay. His knuckle a little
0: like <laughs> defect right there. It's all good though. Yeah. They didn't notice. Um, man, that that's that's crazy though. Um, you know, sometimes it's like. Like sometimes life has to remind you that like. Well,
1: I mean, when I had that accident, I kind of had an epiphany. Sure. You know, because I could have died. Right. Absolutely. There were probably three other motorcycle accidents in the same area that night, and I was the only survivor.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. There was a lot of there's like in general a lot of motorcycle accidents, and they haven't been like you know, with good endings, man. So right. like, I'm happy for you,
1: bro. For real. Yeah. I don't remember any of it. It's oh, probably really? for the best. Yeah. <laughs> damn, man. Uh Damn. So like,
0: you were when? Like, did you? I'm guessing you went into like a unconscious type of deal
1: or Yeah, um all I remember is leaving the road. I don't remember anything after that. Oh really? Until I woke up in the ditch and a oh, couple, damn. So you couple wo- found me. Okay. And the ambulance was coming. Damn. So. Yeah, I hit my head pretty hard. Okay. There were a few big knots on my head. Yeah. My helmet broke in half and Damn, man. everything. <laughs> man, hey, wear your helmets. <laughs> yeah, for real. Wear your helmets. I, uh. I wouldn't be here today if I had my man, helmet. Man, <laughs> super
0: important. And another, like, we're, we're, we're giving some key advice here from Damu, man. Seek therapy if you need it and always wear your helmet. You know, like, often, I think more than half, probably all the accidents for motorcycles are just because of not wearing a helmet. Mm-hmm. So man, definitely wear
1: going too fast too.
0: Yeah. Um so like um you when we like reconnected recently at J and K Lounge and shout out to J and K Lounge Man for being a platform for all kinds of shit right now. They're really doing some cool stuff. Um you mentioned you got into making beats, like how did that come about?
1: Um I kinda started messing with this uh, phone app, you know, me me and this guy I knew we're we're messing with the same phone app. It was like it had the whole setup, you know, to to make a simple beat really. And then I just decided to that I was getting I was making good money at this job, so I right. I decided just to pull the trigger and buy an MPC. Okay, which one? Uh, I got the Kai MPC Live. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. That's so, a, that's super I mean, I have it, to I looked it up and it did everything I wanted it to do. Right. I yep. didn't have to buy five different things to do mm. what I wanted. It does everything.
0: That one like you don't you don't have to hook it up to a laptop, right? Mm-mm. It all it's everything's in it's house. It's all in there. That's and it yeah. has the LED it, screen too. Yeah. Okay.
1: And the pad the pads a lot of people like to click and stuff, but I don't like that. I like to hit the pads because, you know, I've been a drummer most of my life, so it, it makes more sense to me to hit the pads in real time. Okay. You know, and just record that way.
0: Okay. And it, does that have a? Uh, it has sixteen pads too.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Oh shit. And there's like eight banks. Or something like that. Oh
0: really? Yeah. I, I haven't messed with that. Uh the last I mean I have an NBC two thousand. Um obviously it's like kinda it's dated. I mean it's still mm-hmm. cool as shit to have, but mm-hmm. it that was that reads um uh, uh, floppy discs. And then most recently I have uh uh many uh Machine Micro.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's a good brand.
0: Which is cool, but that one, you you do need to use it with a laptop, Mm -hmm. you know, which I like because you can edit, the screen is a lot bigger, and Mm -hmm. you can see your WAV files and stuff like that. But, yeah, man, like, to get an MPC, to get any of those uh, tools, it's, it's like, it's quite a commitment because Mm -hmm. they're not cheap, man. So, like, what really made you want to... Like, pursue that.
1: I've always wanted to, but I never thought I could. Right. And that's the whole thing It's like, a lot of people feel that way. A lot of people are insecure about their abilities. Mm -hmm. And that's something I try to promote out here is, like, anytime I'm talking to somebody, the first thing I ask them is, you know, what do you do? Right. And don't say what you do for work. (laughs) I want to hear that. Yep. I want to hear what you do for fun. Right. You know?
0: A lot of times people ask me the same question. They'll ask me, what do you do for a living? Mm Mm-hmm. And I, res- I usually respond, and I'm not trying to be a smart ass, but I say, I don't think <laughs> you're asking me the right question. Right. What you want to ask me is what I do to get money. Uh-huh. I work a normal job. Right. That's what you want to know. Right. What I do for a living is all this other shit. Yeah, is exactly. sometimes doesn't make me anything, but that's not <laughs> yeah, the point, though. but it's fun, though. But you're asking what I do for a living. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um how long did it take you to tinker with that NPC to kind of get
1: a grasp of it? Well, I didn't read any of the instructions. No, no one ever does. <laughs> yeah. I just started fucking with it. But I, I don't know. Like, it's it took me about a year to really grasp what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I made some really whack pizza at first. <laughs> yeah. but, Everybody but, you does. know, yeah. that's how it goes. So mm-hmm. I learned from those mistakes, you know. And then I, I watched a couple of videos on YouTube.
0: Then YouTube comes yeah, into play. Yeah, yeah. But usually you yeah. get some pretty solid advice
1: yeah, I mean, luckily they had a YouTube video with a bunch of bunch of different episodes. This guy was just going through this exact MPC, like, front to back. So, like, you know, reading instructions doesn't really do anything for me if I don't know the terminology. Right. So I figure it out on my own. Yeah. You know, and I, there's still a lot I don't know, but Man. I'm figuring it out. As you go. That's
0: usually <laughs> how, how I function myself. Like, I won't read the instruction manuals. Mm-hmm. I'll fuck around with it for a while. Yeah. To, I like, feel like I'm okay with it, and mm-hmm. then I'll then I'll jump on YouTube, and get like the extra little like, uh, yeah. little little tips. I'm like, oh shit! Like I could have been done this, but yeah. it's all good though. I, I like I like doing I like crashing and burning a little bit and right. to get a feel for what I'm doing. So
1: so basically, like I didn't have a social life, so it's like that's all I was doing. Right. You know, and it was making me happy, so that's why I kept with it. Right. You know, it was actually making me feel good about myself. And like I said, I didn't show anybody anything up until a couple months ago.
0: Oh, really? And what, what was that like? What finally made you
1: um, like, uh, uh, um, like confident enough to? I just I met some good people. Okay. You know, I've I've been meeting a lot of good people in the mm. past few months. Yeah. You know, talented people and people that I can trust to tell right. me if my shit is whack or not. You know. Man, again,
0: <laughs> it goes back to the constructive criticism. Yeah. Like, constructive criticism is so essential, um, but. If it's coming from someone that you trust, it's not meant to, like, break your spirit. It's meant to make mm-hmm. you better. Exactly. Um, and, again, there's a difference between that and sneak-dizzing. Yeah. You know, sneak doesn't like, you're out the circle. But mm-hmm. someone who's going to, real, tell you, like, hey, like, maybe try this or, yeah. or do this differently. And or... that's
1: really my favorite thing. I, you know, I've been working on a couple things. Like, I started working on a mixtape with, with my friend Tempest. Um, she's a singer. She's, Man, I didn't she, know she sang. She got a real good voice. Okay, I know she's yeah. an
0: amazing painter. What's up, the tempest? Mm-hmm. Um, just I, I, I love her oil paintings. But
1: that right there too, she's sing karaoke. Okay. But she didn't think that she had what it took to actually record some songs. Mm. So I'm like, let's do this. Okay. You know, let's try it.
0: Yeah. What kind yeah. of um, I'm, I'm I'm super curious now. <laughs> what kind of beats are you making for her or what kind if you can talk um, what kind of collaborative uh well um, project are you guys working on? It's
1: basically we got a loose idea. We're meeting every Wednesday at my place and oh, nice. just kind of mm-hmm. throwing ideas around and I'm working on beats, she's writing and mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, singing a little bit to kind of try to help her write. And I'm 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 talking to her a little bit about, you know, the types of things you're maybe pro- she want to write about. You're producing? Basically. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um uh you know, it's gonna be like kind of Eric Badu vibes, okay. Lauryn Hill type stuff. Yeah. There's gonna be a reggaeton song there. Okay, on that, you yeah. Man. <laughs> and uh I told her to do some songs in Spanish too. Hell
0: yeah. How many how many tracks are you going for?
1: I'm I'm going for seven.
0: Okay, like a solid yeah. EP?
1: Yeah, just to start out.
0: That's what's up, that's but cool.
1: I'm talking <laughs> to a few other people about doing the same thing, but I'm not, I'm not going to talk about that just yet. Okay,
0: yeah, all good, all good.
1: <laughs> I, I'm actually, but, now that I know she's, she sings, she's the I'm first one, she's a that. great singer, man. A I had voice, no idea. voice like an angel. Straight up? Yeah.
0: I'm going to hold you to that. Yeah. Um, that's what's up, I'm, I'm excited about that because if, if she sings any any. If her singing is like her painting, then yeah. it's, it's definitely, like, we'll be on par. Um, what's your, like, process for making beats, man? Like, I know everybody has their own. Like, what do you lay down first or what? Like, do you have an idea in mind? Do you just fuck around until something comes? It depends.
1: Or? Sometimes I do have an idea in mind. Sometimes I'll just be stressed, or if I'm happy and I'm feeling myself, I'll go and sit down and just start out. You know, a lot of times I'll just start with, like, hi-hat or cymbal or whatever and just like build, build off of that, mm-hmm. you know? And I do a lot of samples from, like, like movies, like little bits, Sure. you know. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll fuck with the sound on them, and you know, like stretch them. them out yeah. or whatever, and just kind of make a weird sound. Mm-hmm. But also, my sister messes with synthesizers, so I've been doing a lot of that too. Mess- oh really? Messing with synthesizers. Oh yeah.
0: nice. I was, okay, that was my next question uh, <laughs> aside from the MPC live cuz the thing with equipment like you can see our turntables back here yeah. um in the Mash studio we have a, a, a we got I got turntables beneath me I got we got turntables like right behind us like you start buying equipment so this is actually like all our extra shit mm-hmm. you know like Rick's actual setup is at his crib my setup is at my crib and I got like mm-hmm. several setups so th- this is just like our our extra stuff that mm-hmm. was just like in our basements but uh my point is like once you start buying equipment dude it's like Wow, like I don't need five turntables, but right. I'll fucking buy another turntable.
1: See, see, and that's and that's something that people fall into a lot, and that's why I wanted to get this one thing okay. that did everything, everything, and I can build on that later on. My sister, on the other hand, just been buying everything. Oh, really? <laughs> you Hope, so you,
0: you, you like are strictly with the NPC
1: I mean, I'm I'm with that mainly, but like I'll use I'll use her synthesizers to add on some oh, melody no and stuff. And what kind of synthesizers does she have? All kinds. I don't know anything about synthesizers. Oh, really? You <laughs> got like seven of them, but okay, <laughs> yeah. no, and, and that's a whole
0: nother beast, man. Like, yeah. like synthesizers is a crazy. You can go all kinds of ways with that. Yeah. Um, I'm, 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 I was gonna say, how are you recording? The, like, cause you can't record inside, can you? Or, like,
1: um, you can record samples, right? And you can you can edit the samples in in the MPC. But a lot of times, I'll just I'll just plug my phone in, like. Because I'll just record on my phone with a mm-hmm. video and okay. just plug it in because it's, it's already going to be altered anyway. Sure, yeah. You know? So, like, I'll be watching a movie, I'll hear somebody say something, and I'll just pull the thing out and record Oh, that. really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, hell yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I love that shit, though. <laughs> like, the
1: just ways to... It's like little Easter eggs, man. Cause somebody'll hear that. That's what I always did when I listened to hip hop growing up. Is like I heard something, and I f- I heard it somewhere else. Right, hear that little I'm like, sample. Damn, that's from that song. That little noise. <laughs> yeah, man.
0: Do that. That's what I did all through high school. It's like, oh shit. It's like I'll be on the bus, like with my headphones on, like no one knows where this sample came from. Mm. You know. But um, have you guys recorded anything yet, then? Or still?
1: we haven't recorded. We're still in the writing process. I'm still working on beats, but it's coming. You know. Okay. So we're we're taking a relaxed approach because this is my first project, It's sure. your first project. So.
0: That, and that's the way to do it, though, man. Like, yeah. if, especially if you have a little time to spare, like meeting up yeah. every Wednesday. Um, you know, there's definitely no need to rush, art. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Especially uh, if you guys are trying to do some, something really cool. I'm I'm excited for that. Dude. Yeah. To be honest, I really. I'm. I'm. Are you guys gonna planning? i mean I'm thinking way ahead now. What are you guys gonna plan? Like a like a release drop? We'll definitely or?
1: do something. It'll be either be here at the McPherson or. Or uh maybe J and K hmm. Lounge or three one seven possibly. Okay. I already talked to Laura about a record release she's oh, down. Really? So
0: that's awesome. What's yeah. up to Laura and three seventeen? Yeah, they're definitely always down for some some stuff like that, man. Yeah. That's what's up. Um so so now uh so this is gonna be dropping Monday, which is Valentine's Day, but you are a part of a show that's gonna be that would have happened Saturday the 12th. Um, mm-hmm. what, what's, like, the deal with that? You guys are, like, is this your, are, so, are you, like, how are you involved and what, what's all going on?
1: I kind of fell ass-backwards into this whole thing. Okay. <laughs> so um, That's how it usually happens. I was hanging out at J&K Lounge, and uh, this guy, Duke, he's an R&B singer. He okay. was singing on open stage, and he's got an amazing voice, too. But after he got off stage, we started talking and we started vibing and stuff. And we've been working out, working together ever since then. Mm-hmm. So he talked to the owners of J&K and, you know, we kind of just... He decided that I was his business partner all of a sudden. <laughs> <Right> <laughs> so, <off the> <laughs> so, and I'm cool with that, you yeah. know, whatever. But so if this goes well, it's going to happen more. Okay. You know, not necessarily there every time, but it, we're going to be out here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, you know... I noticed like once like I re-met you or you know reconnected with you you just been like out like you've been everywhere man I, mm. I love it dude cuz I, I see you working and stuff so um like how's it been for you you know cuz a lot of people in Rockford don't even like living in Rockford Yeah I noticed that and dude, I love <laughs> it here I've lived here my whole yeah, I've I like I, I pretty much lived here my whole life I lived uh, a few years in Madison a few years in Milwaukee but yeah. I've always I've never like left and like, ah, fuck Rockford. Like, I've never been that yeah. person. You know, I've always, I yeah, like it I here. noticed
1: that, too. You've <laughs> always been riding for Rockford. <laughs> Dude, all, man, hey, all
0: day, man. And, and I love it here, man. So, like, for you, kind of like, you been you were gone for a while, now you're coming back. Like, like how has it been, you know, like, the reception? Like, like how's the vibe
1: been for you? Um, For me, I mean, I guess, like, I'm meeting all new people. And so it's a whole new vibe. But, like, basically, what I'm trying to do out here is just spread... Love and positivity mm-hmm. throughout the whole culture and, right. and and the whole scene out here because there's a lot of talent in Rockford and they just don't know each other yet. Right. You know. So my goal is to get it and make sure everybody knows each other
0: and network and yeah,
1: the- network spread positivity throughout. Get people working together who wouldn't all otherwise work together. Right. You know, and that's kind of what this this show is. Is like I just grabbed a couple people I've seen duke grabbed a few people he knows so it's it's a good healthy mix there's going to be poetry and all that stuff so.
0: okay oh so you're like you're like um um, basically like you're promoting this like you're like really involved in this because i wasn't sure how yeah. involved you were i just thought that you were yeah. like on the flyer or whatever but
1: basically i'm just helping duke with organizing everything and then you know he's going to be headlining and then after everybody performs i'm gonna have like a 15-30 minute cypher for whoever wants to come up okay yeah and that's how we're going to do it going forward if this goes good mm-hmm. there's always going to be a cypher at the end right with some original beats
0: that's what's up man again i i like i like seeing uh you know just younger people like taking the helms like mm-hmm. not waiting for someone to like like you know oh i wish someone would do a show like well right. why don't you get up and do it you know mm-hmm. like to start networking and, start that's, the, and that's the
1: thing is it's a confidence thing i didn't have the confidence when i was younger to do something like that now i do and i always wish that there was a bigger scene out here when i was growing up right and even when i was in my 20s because i spent a lot of my 20s just getting drunk all the time yeah you know? yeah same here <laughs> same here so if there was something more positive to do i feel like i would have done that and right you know so that's what i'd like to help facilitate yeah in this city
0: that's what's up man that's like I think that's cool that you guys have put something together with, like, a full, like, array of artists. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's dope that J&K Lounge has been so uh, inviting because yeah. maybe 10 years ago, they probably, I mean, not them in particular, but there was a lot of places that wouldn't, like, allow any type of, like, you know, inner city, urban yeah. type of acts, you know, yeah. uh, because they were afraid that it might bring in the wrong crowd. but. Right think it's going to bring in the
1: right crowd yeah and john and kai have always been real real open with everything mm-hmm. you know they're for the arts in this town all local talent you know and that's one of my favorite places to be honestly mm-hmm. I, you know they they had just opened up the first time i went there just a couple weeks before halloween and um i've i've been there every week ever oh since. really yeah that's what's up man pretty consistent because every time i go there i meet somebody interesting right you know yeah, and, and it they strikes have, me as the place where all the artists and musicians kind of go. Right. You know.
0: And they, I mean, because they have like, a, um, like, an array of events. They have like a Wednesday, for instance, the uh, the comedy night. Mm-hmm. And I know they've been doing like jam nights and. They got a
1: lot of talent there. Right. And that's and that's the whole thing. There's a lot of talent there. So even on karaoke night, you're not hearing some shrieking and wailing. You're hearing real musicians. Right. Singing. You know.
0: And that's and that's cool because like. Cause there are places where there's karaoke and it's kind of just fuck around, get drunk, Uh and like sing Bon Jovi. And and it's that
1: too. Don't get me wrong. but I don't ever hear anything terrible Mm. coming out of that microphone. So I think
0: the atmosphere there kind of like sets it up for like maybe I should. This ain't the place for me to sing
1: "Living on a Prayer" or something. Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a good healthy mix of different genres. That's what's up, man.
0: So what's what's the name of your guys' like promotional group?
1: Um, we haven't really figured it out, but okay. we just put Duke and Damu at the top, you know. We'll okay. figure that out later. Fair
0: enough. <laughs> um, I mean, t- yeah, man, sometimes, like...
1: This was kind of short notice.
0: Exactly. I was, was going to say, man, sometimes, like, the opportunity is there. Yeah. And, like, how are you going to say no?
1: Yeah, they gave us this opportunity, and we're taking advantage.
0: Because if, if you don't, then either someone else will, which is cool, or no one will. Mm-hmm. And then nothing's going to happen. Yeah, you know what i'm saying so you have to like set that platform or that foundation and whether it goes good or whether it doesn't go all that good it's still like a step in the right direction because no one else is doing it mm-hmm. and oftentimes even myself when i was when i was a lot younger i was always like man rockford ain't doing shit but when you say rockford it's like you're talking about everybody self-included mm-hmm. so like you have to like break that ground and and it's not always the easiest like like the first of anything is never the easiest but yeah. you start getting comfortable and it seems like you already have some good relationships with the owners right. and like the talent man so you already got I, like a nice pot cooking
1: i feel like people are looking to me a little bit too because like you know there's going to be some art shows happen at texas lounge too on, on south Main here mm. um i'm helping um a couple artists curate a show that'll be happening monthly but then I'm also gonna get involved with some stuff over there oh nice um poetry nights and stuff
0: already another yeah shout out to Texas Lounge yeah they've been like, they've really been coming through in the last yeah. since COVID they were shut down, and then after, you know, post-COVID, they've been actually doing a lot of hip-hop shows, which I is had, wild.
1: I had a conversation with her, too, and she really wants to uplift the art community. With Selena? Yeah.
0: <laughs> she's like a tough broad, she is but funny, she's cool as yeah. shit, yeah. She is cool, yeah. I actually, to be perfectly honest, I didn't think she would, like, fly for a hip-hop type yeah. of audience or she's show. Doing it, but, man, she's been super doing she's it.
1: She's super, super open to anything.
0: And they've been doing it monthly, uh, having art shows, having mm-hmm. performers, and they have the stage for it. Yeah, I've
1: been to a few of Dre Skrillex things. He is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He he's had a few already, and he has more coming up. Like mm-hmm. I think he's doing. Like, he's got, once got one a month. right.
1: He's got one right before the show because this art show is happening. as Noir is the theme? Is happening on February twenty sixth, and I think he's got a show right before. The, the day before. I want to say it's
0: the nineteenth or something like that.
1: I think he does have one on the nineteenth, but I think there's oh, he's some, another one. I think there's one right before because we couldn't come and set up the day before because he's oh, got a I show see. going on.
0: Okay, man, that's what's up, man. Shout yeah. out to Dre for yeah, he's another, out here. <laughs> another dude who I see like really actively like for sure pushing it to the to the next limit, and I love that, man, because uh, you know it's it's definitely time for newer people to get out there. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of resources. There's plenty of places for everyone to share. And mm-hmm. and for me personally, I just hope that no one like fucks it up. As far as like, you know, just be professional and come out to have a good time,
1: man. Like, there's, leave I'm the saying. egos at home that's what I'm saying just keep keep the bullshit out just come and have a, have a good time you know cause if we if we keep doing it like this more opportunities are gonna come
0: and it's for everybody like you exactly. gotta you gotta really think like 10 years down the line yeah. or 20 years or whatever yeah. if we keep these doors open cause, mm-hmm. cause like I mentioned before there was a period in Rockford I wanna say like 2008 2010 it was really hard for us to get any shows to mm-hmm. do anything like uh, we like we we were went to the point where we weren't even saying hip-hop we weren't saying like yeah certain words we weren't using mm-hmm, yeah, it's real fucked up like we weren't saying battle we weren't you know it's mm-hmm. like competitive dance compet- yeah. it sounds kind of flimsy but it's like you know what other choice do you have yeah, but you it, know?
1: but it it it's you know people get worried about it exactly you use that terminology yeah i, I think, get that
0: yeah have you ran into that you said
1: no, I said I get that. Oh, okay, yeah, I but it's—I—I I feel like the—the the times are changing a little it's bit. It's
0: changed a lot, man, for the better. I—I I know the first battle I ever did, which was in two thousand six, and the guy was like, you know, he had me get security, and I was like, all right, I'll mm. do that, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, did I need it? No. But he's like, yeah, we, we just don't want no one to get stabbed. Like, dude, we're like right. doing head spins, you know, like, no, they might right? get like imaginary stabbed. We're you just know? dancers over here. It, it's, it's crazy when I have to explain that to people. Yeah. It's like, we're just breaking, you know, yeah. there's, think of $10, 10 things worse that could be mm-hmm, happening. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be the opposite of that, yeah, you know? Exactly. And, you know, the way I do stuff now, you know, having $2, I basically I wouldn't do anything that I wouldn't be able to bring my kids to. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, as far as like violent stuff and you know the customers whatever It's, you know it's saying? gonna happen that, regardless I've been in school battles. yeah you know? <laughs> but as far as like violent you know too sexual right. type of shit like you mm-hmm. know there is a time and place where but um, a lot of the stuff that I've gone to lately is is definitely kind of for anybody you yeah. know if you have an open mind and, and are yeah. willing to uh, just be out and meet some people and see some cool stuff
1: for
0: sure um so you know you mentioned on outside of from doing the music, also kinda of getting back into art, like what kind of stuff are you doing now, like artistic wise? Um,
1: I've been been really running with the canvases using just previous monikers, you know. And, you know, doing little characters here and there. Um, I got I got a lot of my stuff at the bubble hive downtown oh, nice. for sale and I do these little books too. I get these little brown books that I just draw on yeah i sell them over there too for nine dollars oh really yeah i'm gonna have to drop by there yeah. i give them out to people all the time mm-hmm. too if i go to a show and i got some i p- pass them out to the artists and stuff right you know those people seem to like them
0: okay that's what's up man uh do you have art like you know painting art yeah i, I hate using the word artist because it's such a broad term right. like you know your music is art you well, i'm kind it's... of a broad guy exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly but as far as your, like. Like painting, I guess, to yeah. be more specific. Like what do you have going on or what's what's your future plans or any big shows or anything like that <coughs> that you um, got in the works? Because we're coming into spring. <coughs> like it's February. Hopefully it's not uh, <coughs> cold for too much longer. But, you yeah. know, like with art scene and there's so many like stuff mm-hmm. that happens from spring to to fall. You know, like there's just a lot of cool things happening. So
1: I, honestly, I probably will get involved, but I'm I'm really not going to look to the city sure. at all. Right. I'm going to organize my own events out here. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. And I got several different venues that I can do that at mm-hmm. that will back me. So I'm, that's what I'm going to do out here. That's what's up, man. You yeah, know? yeah. And I'm going to build up all the local town out here too. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. That's, <laughs> man, see,
0: yeah, that couldn't be said any better. Um, I think by helping other people out, you, I mean, you help yourself out mm-hmm. too. You know, like yeah. just another pool of networking, uh, long relationships, and yeah. just kind of like – creating that environment and you know if you inspire another 10 guys or girls like you and they start doing shows and it's like mm-hmm. it'll get to the point where there's just always stuff going on like and everyone's just creating and vibing and it, it would just make you know Rockford just a better more desirable place to be in for the yeah. people who don't already like it because yeah. I'm going to be fine here no matter what you know yeah. what
1: I mean yeah definitely I mean there's, it, 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 you gotta go find it right now but you know pretty soon we're going to come find you you that's know
0: a, what i mean yeah. that, that no, that's 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 the way man and yeah i'm glad that you're out here uh, being active and, and doing all kinds of stuff cuz it seems like from when i reconnected with you was like what in december or something like that i was that?
1: surprised you remember me <laughs>
0: no, Honestly, it's been like 12 years it's been a minute man but I'm, i tell you, i don't forget faces
1: yeah.
0: uh anyone who i have ever messed with like i don't i don't forget people and like yeah. so I'm, i always hope that they're doing well and i was really happy to find out that you're still like in the in the mix you mm-hmm. know um, um and again i i we all take breaks some mm-hmm. some are short some are long I've, I've taken my share of breaks you know for whatever family work mental mm-hmm. health they're all valid i definitely wouldn't encourage anyone to force work if you if you are like uh, um just like worn out like take the break you know mm-hmm. seek help if you need therapy yeah. um but you know it's all good like it doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I tell b-boys that quit or that are done or quote-unquote done. It's like, if you leave, like, the circle, it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. You know, the art doesn't go anywhere. The turntable doesn't. It's all there. Mm-hmm. It's waiting for you. You know what I'm saying? But you have to be right to yeah. get back on board, for you know? Sure,
1: yeah.
0: Um. Given that this episode is going to drop on Valentine's Day, I thought it'd be cool to, like, for you and myself to share why we love uh rockford hip-hop mm-hmm. um i'll go ahead and go first since i just kind of sprung this on you mm-hmm. but i just kind of had the idea that when i looked at the calendar like oh shit this coming out monday valentine's day so happy valentine's day to everybody uh don't forget to get your girl or wife something man because <laughs> <laughs> i've definitely been there mm-hmm. but uh, you know i've 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 loved rockford hip-hop ever since i was introduced to it um When I got into breaking, I didn't know that there was anyone here. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I just saw bits and pieces of it. But, you know, as I got really involved in the community in, like, the mid-2000s, like, I basically met all my friends, past, present, like, yourself included, Mm -hmm. through Mm hip-hop. And even though I know people all over the country and even a few around the world, like, um, I'm just grateful for all the people that I've met here. And that's Mm -hmm. why I really love you know rock for hip-hop because like we're just we're all so similar and we all have like the same love for these arts but we also have the same love for the city and i feel like we all just want the same thing Mm -hmm. um even though we've all like have come across these like walls that prevent us Mm -hmm. i don't feel like anyone has ever like you know like stop you just find other ways around it so even that like that um, being able to be resilient, like, just adds more, you mm. know, to like that. Like, damn, like, this shit, you know, I really do love it. Um, and I, I really do love Rockford. Like, that's no cap, man. So, yeah. um, same question to you, man. Like, why do you, like, especially your perspective is interesting to me, be, again, because you were gone yeah. and you found your way back. So, like, what is it for Seeing you? Seeing
1: that's the thing is, like, when I, was, when I was younger, I wasn't involved in the whole community on that level because I was doing some different shit you know know what I mean some illegal stuff right but um you know the thing I've noticed getting more involved is that yeah there is I can literally walk up to anybody I see at a show and they're so welcoming man so positive about everything and the thing I notice is that people do build each other up in this town right Like, there's whole groups on Facebook where people are just building each other up over and over and over. And nobody's hating anybody, you know? Right. That's one thing I noticed in Rockford versus other cities is, like, there's just not a lot of hate in the hip-hop community here, you know? We're all trying to just build each other up. And that's what's important. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Everybody's real cool. Yeah I, yeah,
0: I mean, I've I probably I know, like ninety nine percent of the people I've probably met like one percent that are jerks.
1: And they're saying real deep shit in their yeah. music, right? You know? Yeah. So that's what I appreciate. I appreciate the fact that I can walk up to somebody I've never met and they're welcoming, like they know me. Right. You know.
0: And that's that's I mean that's beautiful, dude. And I, I I really hope that more people are come out to events, um, art shows, and hip hop shows. Um, there's, I mean, obviously you have a lot of stuff lined up in mm-hmm. all kinds of places, so I think that's awesome. Uh, yeah. And just in general, like if if you, it's kind of like how we were talking about earlier, like the whole graffiti thing. Mm-hmm. Like once you really open your eyes, you start seeing like what's out there. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you know, like I would drive down the same street for years of my life when I was a kid. Then when I got into like graffiti, like boom, like mm-hmm. oh shit, there's tags everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same for like uh, the, just the community here, like. Yeah. You think there's no hip hop or no shows or just because you don't see it advertised the way Mm -hmm. you want to see it advertised. It doesn't yeah. mean it's not here. There's actually a lot, find it, there's yeah. a lot of shit to do. Yeah, I sometimes I feel bad because I can't make it everywhere. <laughs> There'll mm-hmm. be multiple things going mm-hmm. on in one day. It's like man, there's all kinds
1: of shit going. But on. that's what happens, though, and it's only gonna get harder too. I know, there's right. There's gonna be so many things going on. And that's a good that's a good problem it's to good, have. Yeah. And I think as long as everyone you can bounce around too, you know.
0: Absolutely, you can go from show to show, and yeah. and as long as uh, you know, it's it's I don't like uh, one phrase that we've tossed around a lot here is like i don't see like if you do something on the same day i do something i don't see that's competition it's like collaboration Yeah. yeah really like you can come from here and go there you go here and go it's like
1: and that's the thing that i noticed it doesn't seem like competition because you'll have two shows on the same night and each person is promoting the other one yeah that doesn't happen right you know yeah, usually that's not normal. <laughs> yeah, man.
0: Yeah, usually people, or at least I, I know I've I've had experiences where like people will try to shut your your event down because mm-hmm. they have something going on. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like in that regard, it's like you're kind of burning two bridges. Yeah. Instead of like, hey man, we're both doing something. Like, we might mm-hmm. as well just do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's not a matter of like, oh, we had more people. Yeah, it's just. It, it is what it is, you know, and it's all good. And maybe next time, you know, if, if you feel like you're having that issue, you could just talk to that person and say, hey, man, I'm planning something this Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I'll make sure I don't do anything that Friday. Do it yeah. Saturday or do it the next Friday. Whatever, man. Like, you know, keep that open communication mm-hmm. and just keep um just keep it professional, keep it business, you know, keep it positive. And mm-hmm. I think everybody in this city can, like, win you know yeah. which is the goal that's know? the
1: thing i noticed too is there's a lot more people out here like me that I, than i thought you know right like sp- wanting to spread positivity and living their lives with love and not hate yeah. in their hearts you know and that's the important thing don't hate on somebody else show them some love exactly it's you pretty. Know. It's pretty simple, actually. <laughs> yeah, pretty simple. But it's, you'd think it was harder than that for the right of people, for some
0: you know. people, man. It's, some people it's just in their nature, man. But yeah. you know, Ed, like you said before, everyone that like out in the is nine times out of ten are really cool. Hmm. They want to network. They want to do mm-hmm. some shit. They want to grow their their business, their brand, you know, themselves. Mm-hmm. Um. So man, yeah, just get out there and support. Again, this is dropping the 14th. So the 12th, you would have already done a show. Mm-hmm. Um. So for like the next month or is there anything that you got going on that you could promote now or
1: Um, basically just this Noir art show on February twenty sixth at Texas Lounge, that's the main thing that's happening. It's a Saturday, um, right? I believe so, okay. yeah. And there's a few things in the works but nothing really in stone yet, so but that's the biggest thing in that show. I'll have some art there. There's gonna be a lot of great artists there, great mix. That's what's up. And you're so. you're
0: collaborating with uh
1: with Saya and okay. Dylan. Okay. Nice. It's from 317. So.
0: That's dope, yeah. man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come down to Texas Lounge. It's like two blocks away from the <laughs> where we're at right now.
1: And there, there, there probably will be some stuff over at the McPherson once they open up for business.
0: Once they, yeah, reopen. Which yeah. I'm not sure what the date is, but I get. Sometime that in the spring. <laughs> yeah, it, it's coming though. Uh, right now, where we're sitting at, we could smell the refinished wooden floors and the yeah. painted white walls. So it's looking really dope. Man, but we're gonna wrap it up there, dude. I appreciate mm-hmm. you big time for coming out. I appreciate um, you. Know, super busy. Um, two things I want to re-stress from this episode is one: therapy is cool. There's no shame in, uh, in getting therapy and getting any type of help. You heard it from the man himself and two if you are gonna be on a motorcycle of any kind wear a helmet like straight up no joke yep, yeah. helmet save life <laughs> if it wasn't for a helmet my man wouldn't be here uh doing all kinds of things now so yeah. like i'm dude super thankful because now you're you're doing stuff for other people opening doors putting shows creating music uh um just out here doing it man so real talk wear, wear your helmets out there um any any last things before we dip out I don't think so. All right, cool, That's man. Right. <laughs> thanks again, dude, for coming out. Uh, um, thanks, everyone, who's been listening to Beats, Boom, Bap, and Beyond. Until next time, everybody, this is Vic Bonsta, and you've been rocking with the best. Peace out, everybody.